Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. to another episode of the Sack City Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani. It is episode four here at the Sack oh. City Pod on this beautiful March 9th evening. I am joined by your boy. Welcome back to the show, your boy, AJ Johnson. And below him, we have the smoothest voice in sports casting. He is Dylan Kearns, what's up, gentlemen? AJ, I got to start with you. There's nowhere else to start. How are you doing today, buddy? I miss you guys. I miss you guys, man. It's 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 rough not being on five days a week. And then for me, basically not being on two of the other three days are on. A lot going on right now, but a lot to be proud of. You know, like I'm on the grind right now. I'm done with school and in like 15 days. It's something that's awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait. Once that's done. You will be seeing me on Mondays. You'll be seeing me on Wednesdays, and I'll be winning fun and games Fridays. So Ooh. it's all great. It's all great. Also, I did hear y'all talking all that ish about me on Monday and about my guy. So I just want you to know, Vinny. I apologize. You had my back, Vinny, as as you do, as you do. You. Had I don't remember back. any of it to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you, your thoughts and prayers went out to me because y'all thought oh. I was hurting, and really, I'm ready for the reset. I ain't worried about none of that. Oh. So, Thanks so, for having you for having my back. And, you know, Dylan, I thought we was best friends, but I get it. I, I got it. you, fam. I got you, fam. Aaron is my best friend, but, you know, you are oh, you are always that close. You are always that close second, and I will always have your back. That's basically what where, where I was getting at here. So, basically, the reset. Why do people think that's better? Like, why do people think we're going to feel good? And like, you're that close second. Oh, awesome. I'm just enough of a loser. It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it is not, I guess the, the Ricky Bobby, the Talladega Knights saying, if you ain't first, you're last. I was high when I said that, Ricky, you can be second, third, fourth, you can even be fifth. Yeah, you can even be fifth. <laughs> that was great. What a great movie. What a, what a great movie. So uh, we're going to be talking about the Atlanta, your Atlanta Falcons uh, in a little bit. This is our AFC and NFC South preview shows. And uh, by reset, AJ means he's going going to hope that the Falcons bring in someone with, who wears the number, what, what was Calvin Ridley, 18? Who can wear 18 again so he doesn't have to get a whole new jersey and he can just put tape on the back and it be the new player. Even if it's a quarterback, he'll, he'll even if it's a backup quarterback, he will get that tape. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, Dylan, Dylan, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, similar to AJ, uh, on that school grind, it's uh, coming to an end, not as close as AJ, 15 days for him, about three, four months, uh, three, three months left for me. Um, but, you know, it's it's, it's it's a lot of fun going through that process, uh, still calling games uh, through uh, USCB, baseball, softball, all that good stuff, and sitting here talking football, a lot of news swirling around the NFL, and there's a lot to dive into. Yep, so much. Yesterday was wild, and really, like, we obviously for those who have been on the grind with us for since day one we used to be a show that was monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday we were every day of the week so that we could be able to cover these news stories whenever they do happen now that we have that schedule shift that big news of course has to come on the day we do not have to shoot so it sucks but we're going to be covering all that and so much more in tonight's episode we're going to talk about the the trades we're going to talk about the signings. We've got everything loaded up. But first, before we do any of that, AJ, it's very simple these days. It's so simple to feed them ducks and tell the beautiful people where they can follow us at. You know, I haven't been around for a minute. So, oh, oh, that's it? Oh, that's all I got to do? Oh, man, I could do this in my sleep. I might actually do it. Y'all don't see me doing it in my sleep. If you haven't done it yet, head over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and look for Sack City Pod. Guess what? If you are subscribed to the Rough Cut, chances are you are already subscribed to the Sack City Pod because we take care of you. So now take care of us and share those social. Let everybody know where you can find your favorite guys 
breaking down football season. You want here's a big thing. You want to get them here before our draft coverage. Yep. Because if you remember last season, I don't think I don't think there's a better draft coverage in America. Yeah, I'm in talking ESPN. I'm talking ESPN. I'm yep. talking NFL Network. I don't think there's a better draft coverage in not just the city, the world. In the world. The world. And so head over to Stack City Pod all over the place. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, share it, tell everybody. Be back. Be yeah, there it is. There it is. And and we are on the we're we're pushing right now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh TikTok. Saxony Pod on TikTok. That's where so much exclusive content is happening. You know, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you get a lot of the a lot of similar posts. We like to try and keep it as consistent as possible on those platforms. TikTok, the Sac City Pod TikTok is the place where you get that exclusive content, exclusive takes, exclusive videos where you can't get anywhere else but that Sac City Pod TikTok. So please head on over there, subscribe, share. And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, we are on all podcasting platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, we are on all the platforms. So please make sure you are subscribed to those to our shows and uh, write a review. Let us know what you think of the show so we can uh, either get better or maybe get worse. Maybe you don't like us and we <laughs> like to uh, build on the criticism that you have offered and we love the hate. Let's get into this news. Tuesday. You know what? No, we'll start. We'll start with the most recent one. We're going to start with the most recent one, guys. Today, news broke again just a couple hours before our show that the Indianapolis Colts are trading away one Carson Wentz. To the Washington Commanders, the the Commanders have been searching long and hard for their quarterback, calling up everybody. They finally found their trade partner, and it was unfortunately, well, it was unfortunately Carson Wentz. The deal includes a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and a conditional third-round pick, heading over to the Indianapolis Colts for Carson Wentz and a second-round pick. This deal is huge for the Colts because now they don't have to pay Carson Wentz. That, that I feel like, is a, is a very big deal for this. But, Dylan, you are a big Indianapolis Colts fan. What were your thoughts uh, regarding this trade? Yeah, you know, it was it was a fractured relationship. Not only not, – not saying that it was uh, Frank Reich and also Carson Wentz, but from that organization as a whole, everybody in that locker room – or not the locker room, but the entire organization really felt – hey, this is not a good fit right now. And Carson Wentz, he's had his trouble. We all know in Philadelphia when it comes to receiving criticism and Indianapolis the same way. Now Washington gets the opportunity to be the third team that can try to fix him and see what they could do with him. It's a it's a big financial commitment to someone that doesn't have a lot of flexibility there. Um, but, I mean, that, that's that's something they're going to have to do. And Carson Wentz, I mean, now's the time. You haven't played, with, played it your entire career. This is where you show up and play with some testicular fortitude because your time's ticking. He dropped the testicular fortitude. AJ, who's the real winner of this trade? First and foremost, I'd like to thank you for not starting that with AJ. You're a big Carson Wentz fan and lover, blah, 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 and all that. Yeah, there. Come on. <laughs> uh, the winner of this trade is the Washington Commanders. And it's because they got a quarterback. Now, say what you will about Carson Wentz. Say the issues you have about Carson Wentz. We all know the 4.2 QBR against the Jacksonville Jaguars with a playoff berth on the line. I get it. But if they were that certain that Taylor Heineke was not their guy, if Ryan Fitzpatrick got a hip replacement in the middle of a game and they needed somebody to start and play QB, Ron Rivera might be the dude to give a QB a chance and make something out of him. And the other part of the reason they win this trade is because the Indianapolis Colts, they are now on five QBs in five years. Darius Leonard has alluded to that if you'd like to know more about that situation. The only QB on their roster now is Sam Ellinger. What do you know about Sam Ellinger as a professional player? Nothing. So now they either have to hope yeah. that Jimmy G can be great after surgery and they can make a trade for him, uh, or they have to hope that they can find another rookie in the draft, or you go and try to get Marcus Mariota out of uh, Las Vegas, or you try to get Mitch Trubisky. There's, yeah. there's a lot. There's so many questions on the side of the Indianapolis Colts. Damn the thought process of they traded for Carson Wentz. Damn the thought process of Frank Reich apologizing <laughs> for vouching for Carson Wentz. That's wild. I, I think the commanders win this trade just on the simple fact that they now have a QB and a plan moving forward. I, I tell you an interesting one. You know, you bring up the points of, of the potential quarterback options for the Colts. We'll dive into that when it potentially goes around. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they got so much cap room now with their ability 
maybe they go ahead and get a Matt Ryan from an Atlanta or someone like that, that they could bring in a proven veteran with that team. If they're willing to move, I mean, we all seen the things around Atlanta, maybe a potential spot for them, a young quarterback, like a Jordan love. You, <laughs> you laughing at Dylan's off hot. Dylan's off to a hot what? start. What? I mean, what do you hold on to him for? We, we it's go, big we money. Go guys have been hamstring for the last five years because of his time. What I want to bring up here before we move on to the next big news is is so the Washington good. football team. We have seen so much talk about we've – we've seen a lot of memes going around about how the Washington football – oh, Commanders now. Damn it, the Commanders. I forget to keep forgetting they have a name. They have they're a name real. now. For the Commanders, though, this move, I don't – like. Carson Wentz moves the needle a little bit for at the quarterback position for for the commanders. An upgrade from Taylor Heineke, just a slight one. But the thing is, what gets me here, and we've talked about it a lot on this show, is how far away it, are the Washington Commanders from being able being a real threat in in the NFC? Because Denver, we we talked all the time about how Denver was just that quarterback away. Was Washington really that quarterback away from being? A contender like Denver was? No. They this is a step. This is a step in the right direction. Because the fact of the matter is, sir, you can like what uh Sims does. You can you like what Dotson possibly brings to the table. Uh, but Terry McLaurin is really their only receiver. You know, their weapons and JD McKissick, who I, if I'm not mistaken, is a free agent. Uh, Antonio Gibson, who's in and out and injured, but when he's playing, is really good. Carson Wentz doesn't make players, and that's a big deal. Because you're going to have to get some guys who maybe they're flashing in the pan, maybe they're a splash on the market, but you have to get some guys that are going to be able to help Carson Wentz. Yeah. You know, th- what we've seen, he's left Philly with no receivers, went to Indianapolis with one wide receiver, and now is in, well, in Washington with one wide receiver. Well, I, I, find Thomas. It, I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Well, the, the, the other part about it is who's the, big, who's the biggest free agent for the Washington Commanders right now? It's Brandon Sheriff. Yeah. The offensive line is not as good as it was in Indianapolis. And Carson Wentz is, is going to have to be able to make some plays without a without a good offensive line in, in Washington. So that's that's the, the biggest concern uh, to me. Moving on and shifting gears to uh, the Tuesday chaos, the madness, the mayhem that happened on Tuesday. It all started with Aaron Rodgers, baby. He's back with the pack. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have agreed to some sort of deal. We're not sure. Ian Rappaport originally reported that it was four years, $200 million, making him the highest paid player in NFL history. Aaron Rodgers would go on to deny that. So the details on the contract have yet have not yet been established. But either way, oh, that's a dark screen. Whoopsies. I don't know if that was me. But either way, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. What does this mean for the rest of the Green Bay Packers and them financially? Because they obviously franchise tagged Devontae Adams as well with the big news on Tuesday. What's next for the Green Bay Packers, Dylan? Well, what's next for the Green Bay Packers? I think you just got to look at it right there. I mean, you get your quarterback back. That's Everyone knows you lose if you lose Aaron Rodgers, that team's completely different. I mean, he, he is the heart and soul of that organization. And the franchise tag with Devontae Adams, I'm sure that pisses him off. But, hey, you get a chance to play with Aaron Rodgers again, that's only going to make you a better wide receiver and a better player in this league. So his bag's not going anywhere anytime soon. So I think it's a good spot for them. And, I mean, right now the Green Bay Packers are going to continue to be the leader of the NFC North. And I know, I'm sorry, Chris, I don't know if you're still watching, but um, there was an opportunity there. You thought maybe it's the Vikings, maybe the Lions if they got good. If I mean, that, it was wide open there for a second if Aaron Rodgers walks out of that division. But he's back. The Packers are back, and they're not going anywhere. So uh, a lot a lot of lot of similarities sticking with this Packers team. AJ, we had we, we love we love bringing up new guests that hop in the chat here. Our boy Chris Wright uh, is jo- is joining us here in the chat. He says love is on the move for sure, and he's not talking about the hearts and the feelings. He's talking about Jordan Love. Uh, the now backup quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. What do what does what does Green Bay do with Love now? Nothing. There's no they. If I'm if I'm the Green Bay Packers, you have to give me an enticing offer. I spent a first round pick on this guy. I, who if if Rodgers goes down, who am I who am I depending on at that point in time? 
you have he's still on a rookie deal. He's still cheap, and he's behind Aaron Rodgers to learn. Like first round, four money. years of whatever, four years of whatever the price is. That's fine. Yeah, that's you that's the quarterbacks sit behind star players like this all the time. I I agree with you, AJ. That 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 what they're what they're doing with him is. It, I would try to keep him, but with what. Green Bay has going on with the cap. It's going to be tough for them not to say he's, yes he's to a, the money move. The money move comes on the defensive side with Zadarius and Preston Smith, who fair. have a $47 million cap hit. The money moves come from being able to tag uh, Devontae Adams and whatever they're going to do with this contract with uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and how they structure his I- his signing bonus. I think I think there's a good point here from, from from our boy Chris. He said if they had any confidence in him at all, they wouldn't have given Rodgers the deal. I don't know if it's the confidence, like having all the confidence in the world, but I do think this is the the Rodgers deal is slightly telling for what for what where Green Bay views the progress of Jordan Love. And I'm not saying Jordan Love's going to be a bad player or a bust by any means, but what I'm saying though is that what if you're and Dylan, I'll shoot this to you. What if you're another NFL team and you're seeing that okay, they went all out for Aaron Rodgers? What's wrong with Jordan Love? Are you is that is that what you think for other NFL teams? I don't necessarily think that's. I mean, no one's gonna blame you for going all out for Aaron Rodgers, right? That's that's a Hall of Fame quarterback right there. That's won a ring, albeit what I've set aside. But it's a, it's a true MVP. Like Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so I don't think it's necessary selling uh, in that area of looking at Jordan Love, but. I think you treat it as, okay, you match him up against other players in the draft. And are you okay with giving up maybe a second round pick? If you think Jordan Love is worth a second or a third, whatever you can get for him, if you think that's better than spending a first round pick on one of the uh, quarterbacks in the draft, I think that's a move that you make. So I think it comes to the evaluation of, do you like him better than the draft class? If not, then maybe we see another Josh Rosen situation on our hands. Yeah. This is a a horrible draft class. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's, don't get me wrong. There's talent, but this is also the media pushing these names of quarterbacks because the quarterbacks are the sexy pick. Yeah. Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, do they have talent? Sure. Are they NFL ready? Not at all. Whatever Jordan Love has learned from behind Aaron Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP, which is why you go all out for Aaron Rodgers, is much better than whatever they're going to get in the draft and start over and possibly do the same situation you have with Jordan Love right now. You're in a good spot. I'm not saying don't make a move. I'm not saying deny other teams. But I'm not searching to move Jordan Love. You have to come to me with something that I like or something that's way too hard to pass up. Yeah. Are you uh are you referring to this man? Hey, Kenny Baby Hands. Baby Hands Pickett. <laughs> Kenny Baby Hands Pickett. That's what that's his new that's his new thing is oh, Kenny man. Baby Hands Pickett. Uh good times. Good times. Uh there was one other move that happened in the NFL yesterday, and that was Russell Wilson being traded to the Denver Broncos. We are going to be having a very special guest on this show coming up in a little bit uh, to help us break down that trade. Not only is he very close to all four of us here at the Sac City Pod, but he's also very close to the Denver Broncos situation. Uh, we're going to dive into that and so much more in just a little bit. But let's uh, let's let's start. We, we, we talked about Carson Wentz earlier. Why don't we uh, why don't we dive in to the Indianapolis Colts? Uh, off-season outlook, AJ, who is the one name that the Indianapolis Colts should be targeting? So it's going to slap you in the face. It's going to sound crazy. You're not going to really understand where I'm going, and that's okay because uh, you're not ready for it. <laughs> the, name that I, the name that I'm picking here for the Indianapolis Colts to target is cornerback Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris Jr., a veteran. Uh, one of the lo- one of the few former lockdown cornerbacks in the NFL, former uh, all all team first team All Pro. Listen, he's not the same guy who was shutting down a whole side of the field. He's not the same guy that's running down breakaway receivers, but he is the same guy that plays that cornerback role very intelligently. Uh, the connection with Gus Bradley to me makes a big deal, and what he's able to do if you are able to pair him next to Kenny Moore, who's had a very good season with an Xavier Rhodes who is getting older but is still very solid, that veteran leadership, the fact that Chris Harris can – he's like that offensive lineman but a quarterback can play everywhere. He can play the boundary, had about 325 snaps last season on the outside, has played the slot better than most quarterbacks at the slot position now. If you can get a guy like Chris Harris Jr., one, he's going to be cheap. 
and two, he's going to do something for that defense that is still young and still talented. Uh, are there more? Are there other talented cornerbacks out there? Absolutely. But where you are right now, you're going to need a lot of fortitude, if you will, on that defensive <laughs> side of the ball to hold down whoever's going to be taking snaps on the offensive side of the Indianapolis Colts in 2022. I'll tell you what, A.J. Johnson, that was beautiful. For a Colts fan down there, you got him going. I'm down not a there. Colts you really fan, got dude. him going. <laughs> okay, knock that off. But, you know, A.J., you bring up a great no. point. We, we saw this team, right? This is the Colts. They tend to go out for the after these older corners. Like they bring in Xavier Rhodes and uh, they bring him in and a couple other y- older pieces uh, towards the end of their career. Now, this this makes a lot of sense. Chris Harris joins. I love the Gus Bradley connection. And look, Rock Yassin is burnt toast. Every single time he tries to <laughs> shut down a receiver, I mean, he gets cooked and burnt. And I mean, it, it's like watching downtown Brown out there of the Dallas oh. Cowboys. So, um, <laughs> Rock Yassin, shout out Aaron. Uh, shout out Porto. But, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, to your point, Chris Harris, an ideal bit. I would love to see him uh, in a Colts uniform. I think he, he, he would help transform that defense and help out their secondary a ton. So AJ, when we when we made when we were prepping for this show and getting everything together and determining what free agents we were going to be picking and everything, this was before the Carson Wentz trade. Are you prioritizing a Chris Harris over a maybe a Mitch Trubisky or going after like a Jimmy Garoppolo? Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo would be in a trade, uh, but are you prioritizing a guy like Chris Harris over going out and getting that quarterback like a, maybe a Mitch Trubisky? No, and you can't, because um, as I've already alluded to, I don't. I personally don't like what's in the draft. I don't think you move on from Carson Wentz because let's again, he had a bad end to his season, but he had a eight game stretch of really good games. We 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 all expected the Colts to be in the playoffs and playing quite well, and he basically imploded on the entire Indianapolis Colts team. So if you can get a guy like he who shall not be named, uh, if you can get a guy like even Matt. I, I'm not one who's afraid to think Marcus Mariota deserves another shot. Finally, he yeah. he looked good in the Raiders situations where he had to step in for Derek Carr when he went down for whatever snaps it was. Um, so you absolutely do need to go get yourself a quarterback. As you said, this was before, and I still like the Chris Harris and because he's still cheap, you can still make that move. And I think it's just as important on your defensive side to do something like that as it is to, that's not fair. It's very, very important <laughs> as it is to go and get a quarterback. Um, for the Indianapolis Colts coming up. Let me play host and spin a question real quick. How do you feel about Teddy Two Gloves in Indianapolis? That's a re that's a reincarnation of Jacoby Brissett. They're a little different, <laughs> and I get it, but you're looking at the same outcome, in my opinion. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to quote unquote hurt you, but he's not going to get you out of any situation where you need plays to really be made. And as as a team that doesn't have a lot of talent on the outside, Michael Pittman's great. T.Y. Hilton will have his moments, uh, and they still haven't decided if they're going to go with Gargantuan or Jack Doyle at tight end, like uh, you know, outside of Jonathan Taylor. You you don't have enough where Teddy Bridgewater is going to be able to just make something happen. Look what he just left in Denver and couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, mm. you see what mm. they have to do if off season later. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Let's move on to another. Yeah, there's going to be. Can we hold on? Can we pause real quick? There's going to be two jabronis in the NFL throwing throwing the football next year with gloves on, with two gloves on. <laughs> if Kenny Babyhands Pickett becomes a starter in this league and Teddy Two Gloves stays as a starter in this league, this is unbelievable. We, we can't have this. We cannot. The league cannot have this. Ben used to throw it a couple baby. times, right? Trendsetters, baby. This is unbelievable. Yeah, this the whole is... league should have two gloves. Yeah, the no. whole league, everybody, Aaron Rodgers, two gloves. Hey, that, hey, that's why Blake Bortles failed. He didn't wear two gloves. Like that's that's really why 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 it happened though. That's that's really why. Uh, let's go. Let's move on to the team that actually won the AFC South last year, and it was the Tennessee Titans. One free agent that I wanted to bring up here that the Tennessee Titans have to sign or or could be gone. Is their center Ben Jones? That's going to be a big loss for the Tennessee Titans. He's a big part of that offensive line. If he's gone, though, I'll tell you who they need to get. It's the former center from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it's Ryan Jensen. 
This man not only brings just a physical element to the game, this is this is like your perfect run-stopping center or run-blocking center for a guy like Derrick Henry. If you want to run the ball with Derrick Henry, get yourself a center like Ryan Jensen. He's going to maul everyone in front of him. And he not only brings that talent and that skill level, but he also brings that experience to the table for a Tennessee Titans team that has that just needs that one little thing, that one little that, that one little oh, push to get him over the hump because the, the AFC is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And if you're the Tennessee Titans, you do not want to fall back. So getting a guy like Ryan Jensen helps you stay in the thick of it. Obviously it's not a sexy name like a Russell Wilson or a sexy name like a, a we talked a lot about Allen Robinson, so I'm going to throw his name out there. It's not its not like a sexy pick, but Ryan Jensen brings to the table what Tennessee needs. It's that grit. It's that toughness. It's that leadership. The Tennessee Titans need to go out and sign Ryan Jensen. Sorry, Tampa Bay. Sorry. Sorry. I love it. I love that pick. I mean, you're replacing a center with a better center. And I, I don't want to make this comparison because it's not fair. But, you know, like when the Bears lost Leonard Floyd, they replaced him with a Robert Quinn. It's like it's losing a piece that you need to eventually replace, and you got a good veteran to replace him like that. So they need an offensive line at Tennessee, not for not only for Henry's sake, but for Tannehill's sake as well. You lose your center, that's where all the pressure is created up front, the inside runs and all that good stuff that – uh, leads to their success offensively. So that's definitely something that uh, they're going to have to upgrade and make sure that they can at least get a center in the building that's competent enough to start. Dylan, how lucky are the Colts right now? Like, I'm sorry, the Titans. Like, we we all had our thoughts about the Titans last season, and they go into another year where there's still a lot of holes to fix, and I feel like you can still say they are easily the best team in that division still. like Whoa, 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 come on, man. Come on, come on! Uh, was it the easily? Come on, was man. it the best? Yeah, team? it was. No, it was, was the, it the whole part. division. It was the it was the easily part, man. Come you're on, right. dude, Trevor Lawrence. Actually, actually, you're right oh, because man. if for whatever reason Deshaun Watson is reinstated for the next season, oh, you then it's not the easy. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! All right, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, well, with that being said, I mean we're talking about. Uh, well, obviously we're not talking about the Jaguars, but we are talking about the Jaguars. Dylan, prime us up. Put your Jaguars hat back on. You're a Jags fan for this next five minutes, and then you can go back to your Colts lifestyle. Okay. Tell That's everybody enough. the one free agent target that the Jacksonville Jaguars need to be looking at. And I know everybody in the chat's like, oh, show us a wide receiver. Show us a wide receiver, please. They're losing guard uh, Andrew Norwell. They're also losing guard AJ Cannon. If you really want to be successful, you got to start with that offensive line. I'm looking 100% at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm looking at someone like a James Daniels. James Daniels, I mean, what more can you say? This guy's got a good, great run-blocking scheme he had in Chicago. I mean, look at him just plugging up, getting to that next level. Pancake City, uh, where's that's pigskins and pancakes? He'll bring them both. Uh, you know, this guy, he's just a great offensive lineman, and A.J. Can, he wasn't the great, greatest offensive guard by any stretch of the imagination, and if you got a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence and you're trying to establish a run game with a healthy Travis Etienne for the first time and see what happens with James Robinson, I mean, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces on this team. And they have a lot of cap space. I think he's affordable. He's not going to cost you as much as a Brandon Sheriff. He runs a similar system that the offense, uh, the Jaguars are running right now with Doug Peterson, similar blocking schemes. He's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. And I think that'll help this Jaguars team out a lot. Do you think they need to go back and, and re-sign uh, Andrew Norwell? Gosh, that was such a bad signing. I I don't think you can you can sit well with that. You can't sit nor well with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was up there. It was nice. up there. I had to do it. I was slam dunk. Ha ha! Giannis on him, dunking on their heads. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he playing. He playing. Uh, no, I, I honestly I I do wish you went a wide receiver, just because the fact that well I really want the homecoming for Allen Robinson. Uh, but other but, than him, okay. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off here, but this wide receiver class is getting slimmer and slimmer. Yep, Mike Williams already re-signed. It's a tag for Godwin. It's a tag for uh, for freaking uh, um, Devontae Adams. I mean, outside of Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham, I mean, there's really no big name out there unless Amari Cooper's cut. That's what I that's, DJ that's, Chark, but he's already in your building. I don't yeah, want DJ Chark. I mean, keep DJ Chark. Understandably, but under understandably, but we're sleeping on Juju. Uh, he, we, we, right. for, for reasons, but that would, he would be considered a big name. Yeah. Uh, he'd be considered that someone has sought after because let's not joke. Let's not be crazy. Juju Smith Schuster is a good receiver. 
He's had a weird year in, in Pittsburgh. He's had an injury year in Pittsburgh. How does he come back from that? That's the question. You know, was he spending his injury time making TikToks or was he grinding and getting yeah. back? We just watched Cam Akers get back in a season. I ain't heard this, Juju's name since week two. He does this. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing with what happened with Carson Wentz and with AJ's pick of Chris Harris. There was news that broke earlier today, and we I didn't even mention it. Bobby Wagner was released by the Seattle Seahawks. Does and and I know you put your you you put in your pick before that news was released. Does this does Bobby Wagner move up on your list at all for a must sign player for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Dylan? I think everybody wants to sign Bobby Wagner. I don't know. I think right now at his stage of his career, he's 31 years old. He's a great talent. He could pick where he wants to play. Uh, I don't think there's any question with that. And Seattle's had a couple of rough years. I mean, they still win a few games here and there, and they're still competitive at least. You go to Jacksonville, I think that's a long rebuild. The only positive sign is you're playing in a division that could be winnable if you could really – hear the right message and buy into what they're preaching. I mean, other than that, I don't think there's any chance other than low state income tax. No, no, hey, there you go. There, there you go. And Doug, the thug Peterson, that's, that's what else is there. That, that that's what else is there. Uh, rounding out the AFC South is the Houston Texans. Now this one is very weird. Interesting to me. This is a team that Last year, they I, I would say they exceeded expectations last year for the Houston Texans. They won four games, uh, a lot more than we expected. They've got no one really that matters in terms of free agency. What are you, what are you giggling at, Giggly Bits? Because it's just, it's factual. They won four games, a lot more than we expected. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they weren't the worst team in the we were, AFC we, South. We were proud of them. We were like, look at the Texans go. <laughs> they they were one. They, they, Burkhead's playing football. All these old ass veterans right? making play. Amendola. <laughs> look at them. Good God. Good gracious. Good gracious. The Chargers. But, but the Texans are in a position, obviously, they have a new head coach in Lovey Smith. My pick for the free agent target that they need to be bringing in, it's Stephon Gilmore. Now, hear me out here. Stephon Gilmore is a player that he's got his name. He comes with a big, a big name. But when you look at it, Stephon Gilmore has kind of been dropping in, 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 the, in terms of the conversation. And if he goes to Houston, he's going to be that dude. Lovey Smith, he fits Lovey Smith's defense so perfectly. Not only can he bring the talent here, and I, I bring this up with, I brought this up with Ryan Jensen, but he brings up the, he brings that leadership on a very young, new, fresh team. Stephon Gilmore brings a whole nother level to this defense. He makes them a much more respectable defense. And obviously, in terms of need, this is obvious because the Houston Texans pretty much need everything. But Stephon Gilmore is the best free agent possible for the Houston Texans. If they get Stephon Gilmore, they've won free agency. They've won five games. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Thoughts? I mean, Houston Houston has so much to do. Like, honestly, a free agent in their building is a win, in my opinion. Lovey Smith right. helps. It makes it a slightly more attractive target. Yeah. But at the same time, everything that worries a player about the Houston Texans organization is above what happens on the field. So what's going on in that front office. You don't know if you can trust them. You don't know if they're going to do right by you, right by your teammates, right by what needs to happen on the field. I mean, we all agree that David Colley, of anybody, should have been fired. Yeah, right. right. He won was, four games. We were, ex- yeah, like, we were exceeded. Right, let's go. Like So, uh, yeah. you know, a free agent in their building is a win, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's move on over to AJ's NFC South. And we'll start right there, AJ. We'll do it. You and you and gambling, the gambling man, Calvin Ridley, can start things off. And your Atlanta Falcons, they've got quite the interesting offseason ahead of them. That's that's the most cliche I think I can say. Uh, obviously, guys like Dante Fowler, Cordero Patterson, guys that are, uh, that are on the uh, signing list. Which one do you want the most? Do you want, do you want to bring back Cordero Patterson? Are you like that's where I want to start with you? Do you want to bring back Cordero Patterson, or do you are you okay letting him go? I'm okay letting him go. Um, We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed. 
Disease in Remission, Stories Rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Listen, great season, great year. Fact of the matter is, he's a 31-year-old Swiss Army knife. And one team in nine years, my Atlanta Falcons, have figured out how to use him. And that says a lot more to me than the great year that he had. Am I saying he couldn't do it again? I'm not saying that. But if I had to bet on it, <laughs> I think being <laughs> 31, 32 nice. years old and on another team, I, I, I don't see it. So if we keep him, I'm okay. Because we obviously have a plan in place and we need another receiver. Uh, so I'm okay. But if he has to walk, if he gets more money somewhere else and he goes, I'm not losing sleep over it. We have so many other holes to worry about than 31-year-old Cordero Patterson. <laughs> Great year. Help me win some yeah. fantasy leagues. I appreciate him. And I'm glad we were the ones who figured it out. But I pre- I appreciate it. Uh, Dylan, uh, remember Dante Fowler? I do. Remember, remember his him? sack celebration? I do remember his. Hey, hey, that Jags team had probably a, like the best lineup of sack celebrations. Calais, Calais? With, the, with the home run. You got Malik Jackson Jackson. And then you got Dante Fowler doing his thing. Hey, hey, (laughs) see? Hey, we need that 2017 D back. Uh, AJ, lots of fish, lots of lots of big fish in the pond here of free agency. Who's the one guy you're going after if you're the Falcons? You know, we talked about this guy a lot. And uh, as we know, the Falcons now need wide receiver help. So let's go ahead and break the Jacksonville Jaguars heart for the second time in a calendar year. And let us get Allen Robinson. Listen, Allen Robinson, this isn't a, oh, man, Allen Robinson's available. Let's go get him. This is a great timing situation for everyone involved. Over the last four years in in Chicago, Allen Robinson has not even averaged 1,000 yards per season, 3,500 yards in four seasons with Mitch Trubisky. Ooh, I said his name. And then you finally get excited. You finally get excited about a young, prolific quarterback in Justin Fields, what he might be able to do for you. But then you have to pair him with Matt Nagy. They don't know how to figure it out. The fact that he only had 66 targets and 38 receptions, one touchdown on the year for Allen Robinson is re-damn-diculous. If you bring him over to Atlanta, for Atlanta, who doesn't have a lot of cap space, unfortunately for Allen Robinson, his years have not made the fact that we need to go pay him a lot of money. He would come in on a prove-it deal. He gets to come into a spot with a veteran quarterback who can who knows how to play the game and can be a number one wide receiver immediately. His catch radius, his target will help him at Ryan make a lot of completions that he wouldn't make without Calvin Ridley. Uh, and it gives him the opportunity to when everything hits the fan and Matt Ryan's gone the year after, after his proven deal, he may be able to go and get one last big contract. Big, quote unquote. I, I, Aggressively I medium. I don't like it. I, I can't speak for the guy. Allen Robinson here, but I think, you know, this is a guy who's played for the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Chicago Bears. I mean, that sounds like a death sentence. I mean, you get an opportunity to play on some teams that have potential deep runs. 2017, the Jags, torn ACL, he doesn't get to play. They get to play in the 2018 double-doink game where they're actually looking like a team that could potentially win. They put up 15 points, they don't win the game, and he's sitting on his couch again. I mean, I don't think he wants to go to Atlanta because it's not really an attractive spot. He's not going to get a ton of money there. We know their cap issues unless they clear some. And he could be the wide receiver one there. He will be. But it's it's another one of those situations where he's going to be stuck late June, or not late June, uh, late late December, early December, sending out tweets of why is he even there? And that's going to be Allen Robinson for you. Yeah, it, it, it's funny that, like, this is, I, I, I don't think there's a chance in hell that Allen Robinson goes to a team that's not a playoff team. Like, that's where I'm at with Allen Robinson. There's no chance in hell. This is the first time in Allen Robinson's career that he has had the ability to really choose where he really wants to go. Like, this is like it's all up to him here where he wants to go. And he's – what what you in the front? You finish you, your statement. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. There was no there were there was nothing else to it. He he wants to choose where he's going to go, and it's going to be to a playoff team, not the Atlanta Falcons. Who's to say Atlanta's not a playoff team, sir? Oh my gosh, me. Uh, you just me. said they have a ton of holes. Who's the running back? Mike Bowling. Guess Davis? who else has holes? Guess who else has holes? The New Orleans Saints. The Carolina Panthers. They're not Panthers, a playoff team. They're the not Tampa a playoff team. Yeah, we're not talking. 
we're not. No, I guess none of those teams are right? playoff teams. <laughs> right. and well, one of them has no to be. Does. Yeah. We're talking about real playoff teams. Y'all are like the AFC South right now. Okay, there's no. Well, you are worse than the AFC South right now. Actually, the NFC South is worse. Are worse than the AFC worse. South. I don't know about that. We have Tennessee. Know. That's all we have. That's all we you, we have a team. We have a representative. You guys don't have a representative. Good. Yeah. Hey, there was once upon a time where all the teams in the AFC South were sitting at seven and nine and making the playoffs. So I ain't really hey, mad at it. I'll say this: if Matt Ryan doesn't win the division. He's got – I mean, they got a problem. You're, you're going to let, let Sam Darnold, a mystery box in uh, New Orleans and a mystery box in Tampa, win a division? You can't you know, tell me Blaine Gabbert wins a division hey, next year. I'll shit a brick. I don't know. Kyle, Kyle Trask. Trask. Might, Kyle Trask might do that thing, though. He, hey. That kid has not been nothing but a backup every stage of his career and I, excelled to the highest level at every stage of his career so far. So who, I would wait, not Kyle be Trask? surprised he came out and had it – yeah. I mean, he yeah, started in at Florida. In high, in high school, he was seventh on the depth chart, made his way to starter. In UF, he was fourth on the depth chart, uh, made his way to starter, uh, had Felipe Franks transferring midseason. I Franks did. will make the playoffs. Don't, with the you, don't you say it. I did, I did forget. I will, I will slap I, I, I did I forget how, how uh, good Kyle Trask you know was at Florida. <laughs> I did. <laughs> he had a good year. See, I got you. I got you, you back. I got you hey, back. You, you was about to get one I know, of I know, I know it. I know it. Uh, no, but really, though, to me, I like this is looking way down the road. Like, as of right now, the way these rosters are constructed, I still think it's – I think it's New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, and Carolina. Like, that's how I think that shakes out. Because no, I think no. I think Jameis Winston – Carolina's come, still a little Carolina. If, if McCaffrey's healthy for 16 and he stays, I think okay, they're the so, division winners. So if pigs could fly, <laughs> Carolina's going to be good. That's what I'm getting at here. He's had two injury-prone years. I, I get that. But, I mean, I'm just saying, we've seen him stay healthy before. They have a good defense. I think the Carolina Panthers are a front-runner if they stay healthy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Who uh, – um, is there any news on Alvin Kamara? Right, that's what I think his hearings in April, hmm. around the oh, draft, yeah. so they could make a decision in the draft if because uh, that that's big to me too. Like, right, Michael uh, Thomas is back, but we haven't yeah, seen him in a while. The hearing case is, is set for April twenty fifth for that's Alvin Kamara, right before the draft. That's the day before the draft. <laughs> that is the day before the draft. Yep, that is the oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, the, this is this is straight from Pro Football Talk. Uh, Attorneys told the court that, that video evidence and witness statements are still being provided to the attorney of, of the four men or for the four men. Uh, so they're still getting everything set and the hearing was reset for April 25th. That's the news. Three regarding. days before the draft. Yeah, but that still. is the news Close regarding enough. the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. There's a lot of holes everywhere in the NFC South. So there is, there, there is, wow. and, I, and I'll, I'll go right there next with the New Orleans Saints. They finished nine and eight. Uh, they were battling for a playoff spot all at the end, very end of the season. They are going to get back a healthy Jameis Winston, hopefully. Actually, Jameis Winston is actually a free agent. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Jameis Winston going anywhere else, right? Well, I don't there's know. There's no Sean Payton. Payton. No Teron Armstead, no Alvin Kamara. Way more about Sean Payton and, and Jameis as well. By so the way. let me let me let me travel back in time here real quick. And Dylan, I I joke around with you about this, saying you're the Indianapolis Colts fan on the show, which which you are, but you are closer to the Colts than any of us on the show. They're not bringing back Eric Fisher. They lost Anthony Costanzo last year. Yeah. They do not have Mark Lewinsky. That offensive right. line is not as good as it was. I was just about to say, if I'm Jameis Winston, I want to go to Indianapolis. But with Indianapolis, that offensive line isn't okay. as good as it was before. So if you're Jameis Winston, what te- what 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 is your decision? Are you going back to New Orleans? Are you trying to? I mean, because there's what there's say Indy. It. You better say it. What are you about go to on, say? Go on. No, no, okay. you. I'm not oh, saying I'm Indianapolis. On Indianapolis's front, they do need left tackle. But you, look, you still got uh, Quentin Nelson. You still got Ryan Kelly. You still got Braden Smith. They got talented linemen. You do okay. got to fill right guard, left tackle. Maybe it's Armstead. They got 77 million in cap. But um, right now, if you're Jameis Winston, I think he wants to go to Indianapolis. If Garrett, like 
if, if if he truly wants to pick his spot, because he could win there, he could be a starting quarterback, he could succeed. I don't know if Indianapolis wants someone like a Jameis Winston. I think they want a game manager or someone that they can develop. I don't think Jameis Winston could be developed into that spot. He's going to make his deep ball throws and chuck it up the way Wentz did at certain times. I'm not saying they're the same quarterback at all, but I don't think you go out and spend money on on a Jameis Winston in that spot. Let's 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 lay it out here. What do we got? Maybe Pittsburgh. Yeah. What do we got here? So we have Seattle. There you Pittsburgh. go. I was waiting on it. That's a good I was pick. Thinking Pittsburgh. That is a Pittsburgh. good pick. That's Seattle, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, those are, and Carolina. Those are the four quarterback destinations at this point, right? I think so. Sounds about right. Not going to throw Houston in that. I like Davis. I think they need to yeah. give Davis Mills another yeah. shot. I think Lovey oh, likes yeah. Davis Mills too. Um, so that's really that's that's it. That's the that's the mm-hmm. list there. So, I mean. Pick your spot here. But either way, though, if New Orleans does not re-sign Jameis Winston, can they go into next season with Taysom Hill? I don't think so. I think Taysom they got to find another quarterback. List, Frank, that's a tough injury. Yeah, they, they would have to find a quarterback. And who's to say Derek Carr isn't dealt to in Indianapolis and maybe Vegas is a fit for Jameis Winston? You know, honestly, with, with that being said, I, I think with all this stuff going on with, like, Wentz being dealt and Wilson being dealt and Roger, like all this quarterback buzz. I feel like if Carr was actually going to get traded, his name would have been thrown out at this point. Like maybe right. later on it'll be thrown. I, I don't buy it though. Like I think I, this is the time where if Carr was going to be dealt, this is the time you'd hear r- r- rumors of, of Vegas being interested in trading him. But either way, I think New Orleans definitely has to find somebody to fill that quarterback position, I think it's going to end up being Jameis Winston. And because of that prediction, I will get into the guy that I think that they should be going after. They're tight on cash. Who knows what Michael Thomas is going to be doing. I think the New Orleans Saints needs to go on a cheap route and sign Christian Kirk. This move here, Christian Kirk obviously has not lived up to his full potential of what we thought Christian Kirk would be, but the talent is still there for Kirk. Uh, You saw last season he had career-high numbers. He's a good wide receiver. He's a very talented wide receiver. If you give him that chance to be a number one guy in New Orleans, I think he runs with it. I think you, with with the way I see this offseason panning out for New Orleans, I think they bring back Jameis Winston, and I think you see Christian Kirk fall under that Mike Mike Evans, Chris Godwin type role for Jameis Winston, where he just throws it up every time to a Christian Kirk and does whatever it takes to get the ball to Christian Kirk. That's if Michael Thomas isn't back. But even if Michael Thomas is back, I mean, Christian Kirk, Michael Thomas, that doesn't seem like a bad pair to me. They've always needed a wide receiver too. Yeah, And if exactly. Michael Thomas can still be that one, then I think that's a heck of a tandem right there with a one-two right there that you got Christian Kirk. So I yeah. like that move. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm two for two. Two for two. Two for two here. Uh, let's go two, to, two, two, two. oh, the last team on our list. The last team on our list is the Carolina Panthers, 5-12. and 12. Uh, We talked about Stephon Gilmore being a big uh, guy that they have as a free agent, Hassan Reddick as well. Uh, this Panthers team, they have to figure out the quarterback position, right? They have to. You would think. You would think, right? They have to. I, I, hey, I'll tell you what. Hey, what? <laughs> XFL. Oh, I, I, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'll say it right now. I know there's been rumors surrounding this for years. Friday, Deshaun Watson has his court hearing. Depending on what the, what the outcome is, I don't know if it'll linger on. I think they're waiting. They're waiting to make that splash for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They get Deshaun Watson. They're winning that division for many years to come. I think Deshaun Watson to Carolina is legit, and I think it'll happen before the draft. I'm not against that at all. I, I like that. Quiet, right? right? They've been quiet. They're not talking about anybody. They're not talking about trades for Wilson. Well, I, just, I have I have heard reports of saying that with Watson's hearing being Friday, that that Carolina now moves it back into that number one spot of of being all in. Uh, on him though, but with that being said, Dylan, who do you think Carolina needs to be targeting in free agency if if this all comes true? And they get to Sean Watson, where do they need to go next? They have a very good team, right? They've drafted defense for many years. You know what they did last offseason that they wanted to do? They signed Dan Arnold, a tight end. He ended Postman. up getting dealt. He ended up getting dealt at the uh, before the seat or in, in the early months of the season so they could get a corner, help out their cornerback room with CJ Henderson. 
think they need another tight end. Let's go ahead and get Evan Ingram in this building. I mean, you already lock up an Ian Thomas, a blocking tight end. You drafted uh, Tommy Tremble, another blocking tight end. How about you go get a playmaker in that position? Evan Ingram, I mean, talk about him. I know he drops a lot of balls. We'll, we'll, we'll drop him right in here to Carolina, but I think um, I think he's a great playmaker. He can, he can definitely help out a quarterback. If it's Sam Darnold, it just gives him another weapon or whoever the quarterback is in that room. I mean, Evan Ingram, he's shown his athletic abilities to being one of the best receiving tight ends in the league when he can catch the ball. Um, I mean, he's a good route runner. He's he's a good fit for them, and he's not going to cost a lot of money at that tight end position either. I, I like that. I like that move a lot, and not just because I, I I was the one. And if you haven't seen it on TikTok yet, I had to do the top five tight ends in this free agent class. And obviously, Mike Isecki's gone now. Dalton Schultz is gone now. David Njoku's gone now. It's down to Zach Ertz at number four for me, and then David and Joe or uh, Evan Ingram, and Evan Ingram creeps into my mind to keep going bumping him up on my list. Obviously the health is a big concern. He cannot stay on the field. He, he has just been out way too much, but the reports that have been coming out and I saw originally, it, I, I know it was posted today by Adam Schefter, but I originally saw this report uh, by the New York post talking about how teams are interested in bringing in Evan Ingram, not just to be their tight end, but to line him up in the slot as a slot receiver. We're seeing more and more players in this NFL be dynamic at multiple positions. We see Debo being a running back and a wide receiver. We see that running back wide receiver combo all the time. And then I mean, Travis Kelsey, sometimes you see line up in the slot and, and it, it's going more and more prevalent that these guys are becoming not just one position guys. And Evan Ingram, if that opportunity is there, I think he could really do some damage though, but, but Evan Ingram, injury prone, Evan Ingram, Christian McCaffrey, what an offense, what an offense. They did lose, they did lose a piece in Curtis Samuel a year ago. And I think that was, that was a big loss for them. I mean, they drafted a Terrace Marshall, but you still got DJ Moore. You still got Robbie Anderson. I mean, it's just another weapon that you could have there for a quarterback. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I, I lied. I lied, gentlemen. The Panthers were not the last team in our NFC South. I did forget oh, about, about that. I did forget about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we mentioned how they needed that Ryan Jensen's going to be gone, possibly gone. They also lost a guy named Tom Brady. So their quarterback position is a little rough. They're going to be losing Ryan Jensen. Uh, they've already lost Ali, Ali Marpet. That offensive line needs some rebuilding here. And I'm not going to take credit for this. I shouldn't have taken credit for the Ryan Jensen one. And I'm not going to take credit for this one here. Aaron did put those two. Aaron loves the trenches. I was say, we all knew it. If it was an offensive lineman, it was probably Aaron. It's coming from Aaron. Ryan Jensen was his pick for the Titans. And his pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is one Joe Noteboom. Joe Noteboom, the starting left tackle for the Los Angeles Rams here. He is bringing experience to the table. He had a very good year. Drafted by the Rams in the third round. I mean, this guy, he he's a, he's a, he's a an anchor to your offensive line. He was an anchor to the offensive line for the Los Angeles Rams. One of the big reasons why they won the Super Bowl. One of the big reasons why that offensive line was viewed so highly. And he brings consistency to this offensive line for, for Tampa Bay. And at this point, with the way that offense is trending, with losing a bunch of guys and just going through this turnover, you need some consistency. And Joe Nopum can be that guy. Yeah, he definitely would help out whatever quarterback they get. If it's a guy that's already in the building, if they have to find someone in the draft, if there's a you know a late signing in free agency and it's not really a big name, talented, can make all the plays type of guy, having a guy like Joe Nopum holding down that other side of the tackle, uh, you know, with Tristan Wirfs and everything, 174 snaps played, only one sack allowed last year. When Andrew Whitwer was down, he was able to slide right in there and make sure that line kept its uh, consistency, made sure they stayed gelled. Um, I, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, it's a good pick. I, I'll, I'll say one thing here. Uh, he, he's a tackle. They do have two tackles left, right? Braden Smith, or not Braden Smith, uh, rather uh, Tristan Wirfs and Donovan Smith. Um, two tackles are the only two that they have left. They're losing all their guards with uh, Kappa, Jensen, and then also Marpet to yeah. retirement. So they're going to have to slide someone over, whether that is Noteboom or one of those tackles. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely need to make – there's a lot of turnover going on in Tampa Bay, man. They, I, I think they bring back Leonard Fournette. Uh, that uh, being out of all the guys that are on the the free agent list for Tampa Bay right now, I think Fournette's back. I, I would say Fireworks JPP is back, right? I don't know. 
I mean, he he's, he's getting only up there. getting older. Somebody yeah, should have told you. Couple, <laughs> he's got a couple more years left. <laughs> if he has the opportunity to find a contender, because I'm sorry, with no Tom Brady and no idea what's next, I don't see Tampa Bay as a contender. So uh, I don't know. I don't know that he comes back. I don't know that Sue comes back either. Yeah, that's that's uh, two guys that'll that'll be a big loss uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that does it, though, ladies and gentlemen, for our AFC South and NFC South outlooks here. I want to sincerely apologize for uh, we, we we posted on our social media page uh, that we were going to have a special guest here tonight. Uh, some things came up. Uh, we are going to do everything that we possibly can to break down the Denver Broncos trading for Russell Wilson. Uh on Friday's show, uh, tune in live at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're hoping to get Gus on for that show, uh, but it was some things came up and things were not able to happen. Uh, I apologize for that, but it just gives you more reason to watch on Friday because if we have Gus on and we're doing fun and games Friday, what a show for Gus Ramsey to be on and fun and games Friday, man. That would be something special, so you're not going to want to miss it. Tune in live at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, Facebook, and Roku TV as part of the Belly Up Sports TV lineup. AJ, I'm going to give you a different song here tonight, buddy. Oh. I don't know what song it's going to be. We're going to oh. see what it is. Oh, this is this is the jam. It's a jam. Tell me to follow us at. You know the deal? Head on over to Facebook and and Instagram and and the Twit Twit and and YouTube and look for Abstract City Pod. Make sure when you're over there, you hit those likes, you hit those follows, you hit those shares. We appreciate all the love in the world, all the places that you tell everybody about us. You represent the Sac City Pod. Welcome to the city, baby. Welcome to the city. Welcome to the city. I want to have a. I want to do a special thank you to everybody who did vote for us uh, for the best American football podcast. That voting ended on Sunday. I want to thank everybody who did vote and support the show. Uh, through that, we will find out the results when we find it out. We'll let everyone know. But either way, we appreciate everyone supporting us through that. Don't forget, please head on over to our TikTok page at Sac City Pod. Join in on that exclusive content. Stitch those videos. Let let us know what you think. Comment, share, like it. Uh, let's start blowing up on TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. We are also available for your podcasting pleasure on all podcasting platforms, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. We are there. So if you miss the show, if you miss any of these shows, you can always head on over to your favorite podcast destination and listen to the Sack City Pod. Anybody else have any final closing words? Who, whoever, whoever put this song together, there's so much potential, but y'all, y'all messing up. Like, like keep the beat right. Like, like the the beats dropping in the right spots, but then they like to throw this weird extra drum thing in, and it's not a. It, it, it's it throws me off. It's awkward. I, as somebody who has rhythm, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> Are you feeling uncomfortable? So well. I mean. Slightly. 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 Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, Dylan. What's up with the one AirPod today there? AJ looking like JB Smooth up in here. I always have one AirPod on. Well, now I'm pissed, though, because uh, for whatever reason, my right one, my comfortable AirPod, it no longer lasts more than, like, 35 minutes. That's not That's not cool. That's not what I feel. It's yeah, like low did, battery. I was like, what? I did see during the show that you did have, like, a little malfunction, and it did look like you were a little rattled. <laughs> nah, rattled never. Just annoyed. Cause no, like, rattled. Thirty minutes? Why? Like, no, like rattle, rattle. You should be like, like, no, like no. rattle, rattled. Uh, no. Close this damn show. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. I, I wanted to do something. This is going to be our new thing, and I just, I just thought of it. It's the genius idea. We're gonna, we're gonna debut it right here on the show. Uh, it's our new social graphic. It's our new social graphic, and I hope everyone knows where this is going. If you don't know where it's going, shame on you. If you do know where it's going proud of you don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms we made it easy for you ladies and gentlemen at sack city pod it's right here <laughs> it's right here let kenny baby hands pick it point you in the right direction and you can you can pick it on facebook with your baby hands you can pick it on instagram with your baby hands twitter youtube or tiktok with your baby hands shout out kenny pickett we'll get him on the show Maybe he'll introduce our draft coverage show like we did with uh, with Shaq Barrett last year. Maybe we'll, we'll get that to happen. Uh, who, but thank you guys that? so much Greg for tuning in. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, don't you dare. Nah. Shaq Bear, uh, babe. I meant to remove you because you said he shall not be named. Don't forget, Funny Games Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Roku TV. We're everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to want to miss it. For your boy, AJ Johnson, for the smoothest voice of sports cast and Dylan Kearns, I am me. We will see you Peace out! Bye. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.